He'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. He's alive. Whole church, he'll make it all right. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Matt. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. A few things to go over. We have a deacons meeting on the 8th at 8 o'clock at deacons and our next church call will be on the 14th at 8 o'clock. Uh, church call includes a prayer uh, request, praise report, and um, we'll go over the Sunday school lesson as well on the 14th of October. And then we have an executive meeting on the 13th, rather before that, on the Tuesday before the Wednesday. Executive meeting on the 13th at 8 o'clock as well. God bless you. Hope you adhere to the announcements don't forget uh send your grace givings and offerings to the church through our givelify app if you can't make it to morning service morning service is at 10 o'clock until further notice 10 a.m and uh, you are welcome to drop it by or use our app or if you catch elder johnson um at the church you can deliver it that way as well uh, don't forget god blesses a cheerful giver and uh, he wants to bless you in a mighty, mighty, big way. Oh, gracious Father in heaven, we thank you for your many blessings that you have bestowed upon us. You don't have to be so good to us, but we thank you for being such a good God, such a loving God, such a caring God, such a God that even though we yet do things uh, not acceptable to your word, you still keep on blessing us anyway. Lord, we thank you right now. Bless your word. Your message, Lord, bless those who are under the sound of my voice and help hope it's a blessing and a benefit for these, your people, the days, weeks to come. Bless us now. In your name we pray. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus the Christ's name we pray. Amen. Just to give a recount, this is part two from last week. Um, there is still life in your situation. Ezekiel 37, 1 through 10. But this week we're going to add verse 14 as our primary reading. Uh, Ezekiel 37, 1 through 10. And uh, I'm going to read verse 14 for this morning. And um, this, again, this is part two. Uh, at our Sunday morning service, we didn't quite make it through. <laughs> through uh, we were having a good time in the Word, and uh, so I decided to make part two for this week. But uh, we're just going to uh, go with what the Lord has blessed us with and add it to from last week. I'll be reading the CSB translation, whatever translation you have. Uh, you may follow along. 37 and 14 of Ezekiel. 
I will put my spirit in you and you will live and I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I am the Lord. I have spoken and I will do it. This is the declaration of the Lord. The grass withers and the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Last week, I told you about the movie, The Lion King, and the scene that uh, Mustafa had gone with his son, Simba, and he was showing him the vast kingdom for which he could go and claim as theirs. But there was one place that he could not go. And that was the Valley of Elephant Bones. And in this bone, in this valley were bones as far as the eye could see. And Mustafa told him, son, you can't go uh, here. You can go everywhere else, but stay out of the Valley of the Bones. And I made reference to Ezekiel that in Ezekiel's dream, his vision, he saw a Valley of the Bones. And God was showing him what he was going to do in his life. Even as it looked like there was no life there, God is still a God who can put life in every situation. So the reference and inference of the valley for the elephant bones gives a good simulation or visual of what these bones or this valley look like for the prophet Ezekiel. Last week I gave you the points of there's a divine word. God told him to preach, prophesy, preach. Give these bones a word because sometimes in your dying situation, your dead situation, you need a word. And not a word from your friends, but a word from the Lord. That's the problem with some of us. We fall out with the church. We fall out with members. We fall out with things and we leave the fellowship and then consequently, when you leave the fellowship, you miss a word and a word can provide you with what you need to make it through what you are going through. So last week I said, one, you need a divine word. God asked him, can these bones live? Zika said, God, you know. <laughs> God said, preach to these Bone. And when you give a word, you don't know what's going to happen. When you get a word each week, you don't know what's going to happen to your particular paradigm situation and or how God is going to do what he's going to do. You need a word. Then secondly, I said you need divine power. Verses five through eight. I said, I can do this. This is something that I can do. Only a God can uh the God that we serve can provide means for which you can make it through. It's nothing we can do. It's nothing Big Mama can do, Uncle Pookie and them. But it's all about God. And in verse 5, he said, this is what the Lord God says to, to these bones. I will cause breath to enter you and you will live. I will put tendons on you, make flesh grow on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you so that you can come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Well, he just reminds us sometimes what he does. He reminds us that he is God. And when you face something in your life that only God can do, he wants you to remember who he is. Because he's the only one that could do what you needed done. So 
That's why he said, I am the Lord. That's why if you read the, the Ten Commandments, you said, I am a jealous God. <laughs> so you got to give him props. You got to give him uh, his, his shout out to God for being the God that he is. So only divine power. First you get a divine word, then it releases the divine power so that you can receive what God has for you. And I told you last week, something happens when you obey God. A lot of us are not getting blessed because we're disobedient to God's word. And you can't receive divine power by being disobedient to the word of God. Yeah. So that was last week. That was good stuff last week. So this week, in verse 9 and 10, what, what, what are we going to get from this word? What Ezekiel, what God tells Ezekiel, verses 9 and 10, he says, He said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, say to it, this is what the Lord God says, breath come from the four winds, and breathe into these slain so that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded. The breath entered them and they came to life and stood on their feet a vast army. Well, brothers and sisters, you don't know what you got. You don't know where life could come from. Till you start speaking and being obedient to what God has told you to do. This breath. From the four when breath equals spiritual life. Hebrew word ruha. Air in motion. That's what uh, God gives to us. And I just want to hang a little bit right in here and then go to 14. But our divine life comes from God. Our air in motion, your ruha comes from God. And God has ever since he breathed life into Adam. In the Garden of Eden, he's been trying to get his breath back. Well, Pastor Mike, what are you trying to say? Well, he's trying to get, no, he wants his breath back. Because the Bible says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Yes, and you you need to be praised. Put the breath back to God, air in motion. And when you start praising God and giving him his due, things start happening and changing for you, he's able to breathe new life into something that has been declared dead in your life. Our in motion is not a bunch of complaining. See, some few people get that mixed up. They think complaining is giving breath to God. No, complaining is what it is, complaining. And God don't like complaining. Be content in all things. Quit complaining. That's all some folk can do. And But not only complain, but they criticize. Criticizing everybody. Nothing's ever right. They criticize. And that's not giving breath back to God. That's criticizing. And they gossip. They talking about folk behind their back. That's not giving breath to God. That's giving uh, the haters something to talk about, something to hate on. And bad mouthing the church and bad mouthing the preacher. That's not lifting up praise. That's not glorifying the name of the Lord. With his breath in us, he wants new life in us. We give his, our breath back to him in praise. Yeah, brothers and sisters, that's divine life 
in the praise that we offer God. Well, can I give you a little something, something else on the side here? If he gives us breath and we praise the Lord, then ultimately, even in your dire situation and in your messed up time, while you praising him, gives extra umph, so to speak. I told you last week, it makes it even more powerful that you will still praise him in the midst of your turmoil. <laughs> you will still give breath back to God air in motion, even while you're going through something in your life. That gives him more power. God remembers that. God remembers that you could have sat down and felt sorry for yourself, but you chose to lift his name up even yet while you were going through. It would have been easy to, to complain. It would have been easy to criticize. It would have been easy to badmouth the preacher and the church as if the church and the preacher is causing you not to be blessed. Isn't that funny? When folks stuff don't act right, they leave the church and get mad at the preacher. Like I control how you get a blessing or how they get back. That's all. That's between you and God. The relationship you have. But I, I've told the church, I've, I've, I've said this before. I've told you before. If he's blessing you, it ain't too long. He'll be blessing me too. You just got to keep on being obedient. You just got to keep on sharing your praises for God. Huh. So divine life. Is in that praise that you give. He, God told Ezekiel, go prophesy, preach to these bones. Uh, praise in the midst of a pandemic. Yeah, raise your praise in the midst of a recession. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, raise his name on high even in a, in, in, in a time of racial unrest. That's what we should do. That's the command, that's the order. Yeah, from the king. Well, in verse 14, and we look at, we find our last uh, lift up point, divine declaration. Verse 14, I will put my spirit in you. This is God to Ezekiel. I will put my spirit in you and you will live. <laughs> Can I just say that again? I'm just read that again because I will put my spirit in you and you will live and I will settle you in your own land. He's telling the Israelites, see that we're not getting no land, but see the promise that he gave Israel. He's telling them that it's going to come to pass. That's for somebody right there, for somebody's spirit. I will settle you in your own land. That I promised you. And then you will know that I am the Lord. I have spoken and I will do it. This is the declaration of, <laughs> of the Lord. <laughs> oh, thank God for his declaration, divine declaration. So you got to watch who you allow to declare what's in your life today. You got to watch who you let declare. Well, what are you talking about, Reverend? What are you talking about, Pastor Mac? Well, you got to watch who you let pray over you and who who's speaking things over you. I've said this many a times before at County Line. You can't let everybody lay hands on you. No, no, you, you just can't let everybody declare what they want to declare over your life. 
You need a divine declaration. That's what God said. I said it. You're going to live. I declare it because I am God with his breath in us. So when we come to church and get revived and the revival takes place in our life for our situation. We don't just stay in the same situation. We don't stay in the same mindset. We don't stay in the same thinking. But we should depart to serve the Lord with even more power than before. Those bones, but one of these eager, those bones can earn life. They could not make themselves real. They could not cause the flesh and the nerves and tendons and the sinew to come back on their own. They could not just come to life all by themselves. They needed to hear a word from the Lord. Yes, God normally yeah, makes himself known through judgment. But in this particular instance with Ezekiel, uh, in the valley of the bones, he makes himself known through the giving of life. And for some of us right now, we need to know the Lord in the giving of new life. Because some of our stuff is jacked up from the flow up. <laughs> some of our stuff is messed up and torn down from the flow down. And we need a new life and a new word from the Lord. And life is only in the word of God. Because if we want a revival, if, if we must reverence the holy word of the Lord, as he told Ezekiel, old oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Because in his word is supernatural power. <laughs> In his word, there's life-giving power. In his word, there's living power. And my brothers and sisters, beloved, he is still in the life-giving business. For whatever you need, and whatever your valley is, whatever your dead place is, whatever your place of bones is, he's able to give new life in your problems. Yes, he is. And as I go and give a close to this little speech, I know from a personal experience that he can give new life because he gave his son and he gave his life who died and rose on the third day, died for the sins of man, including you and I. And what's his name? Who gave his life? His name is Jesus. Yes. And that is why we have new life. 
You can't work your own problems out. You can't keep on holding on to some things in your life. God has a plan and a purpose, and it begins with new life in Christ. All he wants you to do is stand on his word and his promises. Whatever been holding you down, whatever's been keeping you from growing in the word of God, give it over to Jesus and watch him work it out. And when he works it out, it's a done deal. When he works it out, it's a complete transformation. When he works it out, you ain't got to go back and look at it again. Because he will fix it for you. And I don't know who I'm talking to under the sound of my voice out there in podcast land, but you may need to let him have a problem. You may need to let him have a situation. You may need to let him have a relationship because there's still life in your situation. Just give it over to the Lord and watch him work in out. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Say yes. 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 Oh yes. He will weep in May endure for a night. But oh joy. Joy cometh in the morning. Can I tell you one more thing? You may have a problem, but God can fix it for you. You may have a hate or two, but God can fix them for you. To get to know Him, get saved, allow Him to come into your life. Simply say this prayer Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer uh, is as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org, or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org, contact us and someone from our discipleship team i will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in christ we love you to life we look forward to hearing from you thank you again for listening to our podcast we hope something was said be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week we know that we are still in the hands of god and we will trust him to keep and deliver us bless you god bless you county line we love you to life and you can't do anything about it look forward to next week the lord says the same we hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the lord god bless you and we'll see you next week pastor mac out